Hey friends, it's Ray Keating. Welcome to episode number 48 of Ray Keating's Authors and Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is this episode is part two of some lessons served up for entrepreneurs, including authors, courtesy of Peter Drucker. Now, as noted last time, um, during the 10 years that I taught MBA students, I turned to Peter Drucker as a go-to source for business wisdom and insights. And from the 30s to the early 21st century, Drucker provided sound analysis in a whole host of areas, including the role of the CEO, teams, costs, profits, pricing, hiring, firing, business turnarounds, demographics, countless other subjects regarding managing, managing people and organizations. And that included Drucker's valuable thinking on entrepreneurship and innovation. Um, we're not here to do justice to his lifetime, to a, a wonderful lifetime of work, but I picked out 15 perceptive quotes that require some reflection by entrepreneurs and author entrepreneurs, um, while also hopefully stimulating a desire to delve further into uh, the wisdom of Peter Drucker. Now, in the last episode, I laid out eight of these uh, quotes. So here come uh, the other seven. Now, number one uh, is, um, this has to do with opportunities due to demographic changes. So here's what Drucker says, quote, Indeed, the innovation opportunities made possible by changes in the numbers of people and in their age distribution, education, occupations, and geographic location are among the most rewarding and least risky of entrepreneurial pursuits, close quote. <clears throat> Interesting. Think of this as an author, as a writer. If you think about the, the general demographic shift in this country, um, two things come to mind. Uh, the aging of the population. People get older. They tend to read more. That's a good thing for authors of novels, such as myself. Uh, and also there has been a general uh, increase in education levels, also good for um, authors. Now, at the same time, however, excuse me, there's some other things going on <clears throat> that work against uh, people doing more reading. And perhaps we'll touch on that in a future episode. So there are, multi there are several things at work, obviously. Uh, number two from Mr. Drucker, it's ultimately about hard work. In innovation, as in any other endeavor, there's talent, there is ingenuity, and there is knowledge. But when all is said and done, what innovation requires is hard, focused, purposeful work. If diligence, persistence, and commitment are lacking, talent, ingenuity, and knowledge are of no avail. Close quote. <clears throat> it should be obvious that applies not just to entrepreneurs and innovation but it applies to writers <clears throat> and what we do in terms of our creative process, our own innovation. I'll have to excuse me, folks. I'm going to have to drink a little bit during this episode because my throat is bothering me just a bit. Anyway, I forge on. <clears throat> Third one, opportunity must be a, uh, a primary focus. <clears throat> so here's Drucker, quote, focus on opportunities, not problems. I like that. I like that as a writer. I like that as an entrepreneur. He continues, in most companies, the first page of the monthly management report lists key problems. It's far wiser to list opportunities on the first page and leave problems for the second page. Unless there is a true catastrophe, 
problems are not discussed in management meetings until opportunities have been analyzed and properly dealt with, close quote. That's what entrepreneurship is all about, and I would argue that's what being an author is all about, is focus on opportunities. Use your talents to take advantage of those opportunities. <clears throat> Number four, um, decisions on hiring. Let's see what Drucker has to say here. Uh, quote, take responsibility for decisions. This is particularly important when it comes to hiring or promoting people. If after promoting a person, the decision has not had the desired results, executives don't conclude that the person has not performed. They conclude instead that they themselves made a mistake. In a well-managed enterprise, it is understood that people who fail in a new job especially after a promotion, may not be the ones to blame, close quote. You know, that's a fantastic lesson for those, for all of us in terms of being entrepreneurs in general and to our careers. Um, if you manage people, that's valuable. That's a valuable insight to keep in mind. Um, and <clears throat> in terms of you as being an author and publisher that works with other people, um, those are basically hiring decisions. So the same applies. Number five, action or a prisoner? Question mark. I like this. What does he have to say? Well, Drucker says, quote, develop action plans. The action plan is a statement of intentions rather than a commitment. It should be revised often because every success creates new opportunities. So does every failure. Napoleon allegedly said that no successful battle ever followed its plan. Yet Napoleon also planned every one of his battles far more meticulously than any earlier general had done. Without an action plan, the executive becomes a prisoner of events, close quote. And so does the author. You know, one of the services that I provide writers is a business plan for your book, but I call it an action plan as well. So you need to <clears throat> not only have an outline for your book, if you will, but you need an outline, an action plan for what you're planning to do with that book and with your writing career in general. <clears throat> Excuse me again, folks. Number six. Uh, this has to do with family business. Quote, family uh, members working in the business must be at least as able and hardworking as any unrelated employee in a family-managed company. Relatives are always top management, whatever their official job or title on Saturday evenings, they sit at the boss's dinner table and call him dad or uncle. Mediocre or lazy family members are therefore rightly resented by non-family co-workers. And respect for top management and the business as a whole rapidly erodes. Capable, non-family people will simply not stay. And the ones who do soon become courtiers and toadies. It is much cheaper to pay a lazy nephew not to come to work than to keep him on the payroll, close quote. Good stuff from Peter Trucker again there. Tough decisions for, you know, most businesses in this country are family businesses. Um, that's what entrepreneurs are doing. They're running family businesses to a great extent. So um, these are vital things to keep in mind, both as the person running the business and the family member working in the business. And, you know, listen, I I think most writers, well, I can't say most writers, but many writers, including myself, tap into family members for assistance. Um, so those things all come into play in terms of, you know, understanding who the family members are and what their strengths and weaknesses are 
and not fooling yourself and fooling them because nobody will win in the end when that happens. And finally, number seven, uh, which ties in again to this family businesses, Peter Drucker says, quote, management books and courses deal almost entirely with the publicly owned and professionally managed company. Yet the majority of businesses everywhere, including the U.S., are owned and run by family members. They even include some of the world's largest companies, close quote. You know, I, I think he wrote this that point in 2009, not that long. Well, um, he did not. He, he wrote that in Drucker on Management, and then it was updated um, after his death in the Wall Street Journal. But anyway, um, the point is that I think this is one of the areas with the, the blossoming of entrepreneurship education that is being dealt with. <clears throat> I certainly tried to deal with it when I was teaching MBA students uh, in a much more substantive way than it used to be. So the, the fact that people are studying entrepreneurship, undergrad and graduate, um, that's a plus, and we're dealing with these things when we didn't in the past. And I think the point was a legitimate criticism. It still applies to, I'm sure, many management programs. Um, but um, I think it's improving. So uh, anyway, so to, to wrap up, Peter Drucker, he, you know, he clearly ranked as one of the leading thinkers, still is, when it comes to business and management, and very much for good reason. Uh, entrepreneurs and managers certainly should tap the rich resources left behind by the man who invented management, as Business Week called him. And that means authors as entrepreneurs should tap into the rich resources left behind by Peter Drucker. Thanks for tuning in. Please sign up for uh, our email list at raykeatingonline.com slash contact. And you'll get a free newsletter and information on great savings opportunities. Check out the links in the show notes for more information about various services that I provide writers, fellow authors. Uh, you can contact me at raykeating at keatingreports.com if you have any questions, comments, uh, compliments, uh, complaints, <laughs> send them all over there. Also, I have to-do list solution planners, three this year that are available at amazon.com and at rekeatingonline.com. Hopefully those will make you more productive in 2020. One is the Pastor Stephen Grant novels planner. There's the Disney planner and the Lutheran planner. And also please consider, uh, reading and giving us gifts, perhaps my Pastor Stephen Grant novels. They're available in paperback. They are available in paperback and for the Kindle at Amazon.com. Again, signed books at RayKeatingOnline.com. The latest book in that series is called The Traitor, and it is action-packed. Uh, my latest nonfiction, non-planner book is Free Trade Rocks, 10 Points on International Trade Everyone Should Know, and you can get that at Amazon.com in paperback and for the Kindle. And please check out various other websites and, and endeavors of mine, such as DisneyBizJournal.com. Folks, I am an economist. I taught MBA students for 10 years about entrepreneurship, the economy, and assorted management topics. And again, I used Peter Drucker's resources extensively. I'm also a writer. I've been doing that for 30 years plus, and uh, I've been writing novels now for, for 10 years. So I hope all of this experience provides some value to you. Please like us on Facebook at Authors and Entrepreneurs and at Pastor Stephen Grant Novels. Subscribe to this podcast. And until the next installment of Ray Keating's Authors and Entrepreneurs podcast, enjoy reading, enjoy writing, and please enjoy entrepreneurship. God bless and take care.